and welcome to The Board Table, a podcast from the North Carolina School Boards Association. I'm Leanne Winner, the Association's Executive Director and your host. Here on The Board Table, we want to equip North Carolina School Board members with the tools and knowledge they need to govern successfully. We also want to help school administrators, community members, and parents learn more about current issues in public education. Welcome back to the board table. On this episode, we will be joined by Bruce Mildwarf, Director of Governmental Relations, and Madison Skeens, Assistant Director for Governmental Relations here at the North Carolina School Boards Association. They will be discussing the opening of the 2023 legislative session and get us prepared for the next six months or so. Let's tune in. Hi, everyone. I'm Bruce Mildorf, Director of Governmental Relations at the North Carolina School Boards Association, and I have the pleasure today to be joined by Madison Skeens. For those of you that don't know, Madison joined NCSBA's Government Relations team back in September. Madison, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks, Bruce. And Madison, by the way, is uh, one of our assistant directors of government relations. Since the session, the legislative session began, we have been spending much of our time in and around the legislative building, catching up with our friends in the legislature, introducing ourselves to the new freshmen, and basically working and discussing our list of priorities. Madison, how would you say the first few weeks uh, are treating you thus far? They're treating me pretty well. This is my first session lobbying, but I worked for the General Assembly for about three years, and there are still a lot of people who eat, drink, and smoke politics roaming around the building. I'm just meeting more of them. But uh, we've had some good meetings. I think there are a lot of new members, especially, who are there to advance the ball, so to speak. And it seems like issues such as mental health and school safety are on their minds. So I'm looking forward to working with them and seeing the great work they'll do. Well said. Yeah, I'd agree that we are making uh, some good progress with our our meetings and conversations. Uh, I'd say another topic that seems to have some momentum is just increased pay whether it be for teachers and other school staff. Expect to see that uh, down the road, some, some improvements there as well. You know, in the House, we've heard some discussions about increasing or actually bringing back master's pay. You know, the real question is whether the Senate will go along with that. But moving on, because we could spend all day on uh, discussing, you know, the meetings and the discussions and what we expect. Legislators have not wasted any time, really. Bills are being filed. Committees are meeting. For those that don't know, uh, if you haven't heard since the election, the state Senate, they now have a veto-proof majority with 30 Republicans and 20 Democrats. The House, just one member shy of a supermajority. They have a 71 to 49 edge over the Democrats. Uh, One term that we have heard, at least I've heard many times at the legislature, is that the Republicans have what they're calling a working supermajority. And I say that with air quotes. I have heard and uh, seen the speaker quoted several times now 
indicating that he's pretty confident that he'll be able to get at least one Democrat to join the Republicans on on many of uh, the issues. You know, in the past, Governor Cooper has had that veto hanging over the legislature, and Democrats have held uh, the line. Question is whether they will be able to do that this time around. And given what you know, the speaker's been saying, uh, Madison, your thoughts on again, air quote, a working super majority for the Republicans in the House. Sure. Ultimately, I think that Republicans can really make a play for it on certain pieces of legislation since they only need one vote in the House. I think that we might see a stronger push on issues like the budget or tax cuts where Republican leadership may feel strongly about their chances to win the necessary uh, support. It also puts the governor in a much less powerful position, and that's a difficult position to be in for the Democrats in our state particularly when you uh, also realize the state Supreme Court has gone Republican because that used to be the Democrats' backstop. Good point. So moving on to the, what I'd call the, or at least us, the, the key committees, the education committees. In the Senate, there will be a new co-chair joining Senator Michael Lee of New Hanover. Uh, Senator Gailey, Amy Gailey from Alamance, is a new co-chair of the Senate Ed Higher Ed Committee. She represents Alamance, or she's from Alamance, represents Alamance and also part of Randolph. By the way, uh, Senator Lee, and again, air quotes, promoted to being, I hesitate how to word this because he's a big chair. And people say, well, what's a, a big chair? At the legislature, a big chair is essentially one of the senior budget writers. And um, Senator Lee uh, joins that rank this year. Uh, so congratulations to him. That, that's actually a, a huge step. As far as Senate appropriations, that committee, since Senator Lee is now a big chair, he's no longer on Senate Ed Appropriations. He is a senior appropriator. Uh, so for Senate Ed Appropriations, Senator Gailey, will be joined by Senator Lisa Barnes, who's from Nash and also represents Franklin and Vance, and Senator Dean Proctor uh, from Catawba, uh, but also represents part of Caldwell. Over in the House, two familiar faces, Representative John Torbett and Hugh Blackwell, and they are joined this term by Representative Tricia Cotham of Mecklenburg County. It's not unheard of, but if you don't know, uh, Representative Cotham is a Democrat, uh, named as a chair. And uh, as I was saying, that's not unheard of last session. Uh, There was one Democrat who chaired the Judiciary Committee, but this time around, there are four Democrats that are chairing committees that were given gavels uh, by Speaker Moore. I'll name them real quickly. Uh, Representative Garland Pierce is chairing uh, Families, Children, and the Aging Policy Committee. He's representing Hoke and Scotland counties. I mentioned Representative Cotham. Also, Representative Michael Ray. He is a senior chair of the powerful Finance Committee. That's a a huge move for him. 
he represents Halifax, Northampton, and Warren. And Representative Shelley Willingham chairing the ABC committee, right, representing Bertie, Edgecombe, and Martin. You know, interesting that given the numbers, when you really look at it, four Democrats given uh, gavels. When we talk about the working supermajority, not sure the expectation for those members, but I know a, a lot of eyes are looking in their direction. So, Madison, overall, any thoughts about the session? I'm just looking forward. forward to the upcoming session and working with the members who work tirelessly to make North Carolina so great. Wow, I could not have said it better myself. You know, I, I think another thing that I'm kind of looking forward to is, you know, given the numbers, last session you saw a lot of or, or plenty of negotiation discussions up front. Unclear how that will play out this session. Will it happen on the front end, the back end? And also, you know, when we've seen in the past a, a party that is the dominant party, it's not always Republican versus Democrat. It is the, now that the Republicans are the, the dominant party, it's the Republicans in the House versus the Republicans in the Senate. There is, it's politics. And in politics, there are power plays. And it'll be uh, real interesting to see how uh, that plays out on individual topics and issues, but really the, the budget as well. You know, we didn't have a state budget passed until November of last year. Uh, you know, when, when there is that power play, will will it be held up over an issue? You know, early on in, in the early two, uh, 2010s, uh, budgets were passed rather quickly when Republicans held a large number in, in both sessions. As the decade went on, it wasn't as uh, it actually getting started getting later and later. So now that Republicans are, uh, are are back with the numbers that they have, we'll see how that plays out. I, I think that'll be very interesting to see. Anything else that you'd like to add, Madison? I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you for, for joining me today. You made this uh, easier on me. I think insight you provided was spot on. So thanks for being here. And thank you all for listening. You know, we'll be following this interesting session and um, you do as well. Have you ever heard the saying, if you're not at the table, then you're on the menu? Subscribe to this podcast to make sure you always have a seat at the table. If there's a topic you want us to cover in a future episode of The Board Table, let us know. You can find us on Twitter at NCSBA, Facebook at NC School Boards Association, or email us at info at NCSBA.org. Until next time.